What's going on, guys? So glad you're joining us for an episode of No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. If this is the first time you're joining us, first of all, thank you. Thank you for your time. This is a podcast about getting through the hard times, getting through the storms to get to your sunshine and rainbows. Just to sum it up, life isn't easy, but it's worth the squeeze. Uh, joining me today, two very special people, Danny and Jennifer of Cocoa Bowls. If you're from Greenville or you live in Greenville, South Carolina, you definitely heard of them. If you haven't, you got to get on these acai bowls because they are bomb. Danny, Jennifer, thanks for your time today. And for anybody that doesn't live in Greenville, because we have a lot of listeners across the, across the country, around the world, why don't you guys introduce yourselves and just give a quick rundown on what it is you guys do. So I'm Danny. Jennifer. And we're the owners of Coca Bowls. Uh, we're just uh, two individuals who just trust each other and just have the, you know, acai bowls. And we just love to spread it to the Greenville County and hopefully elsewhere. Super delicious. It's really good for you. And you try it once and you're automatically hooked. And I can attest to that. Money back guaranteed. Yep. <laughs> yep. I had a bowl and I think I was hooked. Like, you have anything in there I should know about, like cocaine, no, cracker? No, no. It's, it's funny. <laughs> one of our, our employees, Shane, which shout out to Shane. He's amazing. He's like, oh, yeah. you know, let's go get the crack bowls. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No. I mean, it's just cocoa bowls. But um, yeah. once you have one, I mean, it's just your body is going to call for it in like two days. And yep. it's just it's just a great craving. So all yeah. natural. We don't add anything into it. Nope. Yeah. No I love added it. sugars or anything, but you do feel good after your bowl. Yeah, yeah. our motto is, like I tell all our customers, um, we are 95% healthy, 5% fun, because we do have Nutella, we do have peanut butter, mm-hmm. coconut whip, which is amazing, 20 calories, got to try that. So yep. it's just a balance of life. So Yeah, which I'm excited to kind of jump into how Cocoa Bowls came about, but let's, I guess, pull back the curtains really quick and talk about you guys from New Jersey which I'm from New York. Shout out to everybody That's in the right. Northeast That's listening. Right, the Tri-State. Yeah, we got a lot of listeners. We got a lot of support out of the Tri-State, New York area. Awesome. And uh, so shout out to all of you guys. But first and foremost, being from New Jersey, what made you take the jump to Greenville, South Carolina? It's kind of a random spot to end up in. Well, our friend. Yeah, our friend, JR. Yeah, he's a really close friend of mine. And he decided to uh, move from New Jersey. Oh, sorry. Um <laughs> Basically, you know, he was, you know, he had a good job in New Jersey, but basically, you know, he was getting engaged and he was like, you know what? I think I want to, I want to purchase a home. I want to start my life. I'm going to go to South Carolina. We thought he was crazy. Yeah. But then we decided, wait, I'm going to go visit you. So we came to downtown. We brought our family and we fell in love. First of all, I was like sold by the dogs and the dog bowls and every (laughs) restaurant outside. And then I was like, it's so peaceful. Everyone's so nice out here. I'm like, I, I could live out here. So Danny's like, good, because we're going to put the house on the market. And we did that. And we decided to move with no family, nothing, just our friend JR. So did the decision just happen like that? Just Danny, like that. were you just like, yep, we're, yeah, we're done? I mean, we're spontaneous risk takers, you could call it. We don't impulsive. think impulsive. Yes. <laughs> it always has worked out. I mean, literally, we, I believe it was a Friday. Um, the market was good in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I literally was telling my wife, I was like, all the houses are selling for like really good price. So I was like, what do you think about selling our house? And she said, okay. yeah, let's do it. Literally, yeah. that was a conversation. So I called my realtor that day, put the house on the market the next day. <laughs> we sold it eventually. It was probably the same day because that's how probably the same works. day. I yeah. just, <laughs> I feel like in life you just can't think too much. The more you think, the more you think about something, you're just going to talk yourself, you're gonna out, talk of yourself out of it. Yeah. So right. we put the house for sale and um, I told my wife, I said, Greenville, let's go visit. I used Instagram to hashtag Greenville, and I just, I kind of already felt like I knew the town because I 
a researcher. I researched everything, <laughs> and I saw Instagram's like a hashtag of Greenville, and I just fell in love with it. Yeah. I, like before I came here, I kind of knew everything about it, which is pretty sick. And fun fact: we were nurses before, so we were planning to move to Greenville being nurses. Mm-hmm. Um, we had no idea that we were going to open up this business and you know do this well, yeah. you know, and and be the success. But we wanted to try and. It's, and that was it's another, been good to that us. That was another uh, literally 10-minute decision. <laughs> I was sitting at nurse. I was sitting in the, I've been at ER nurse for 10 years, and I was um, at work, long shift. Um, we were already, you know, it was already set in stone that we were coming here, and then I was like, just, we've always talked about a food truck. We thought mm-hmm. it was cool, like, yeah. you know. Um, we're both Hispanics, so we eat rice and beans and everything else. Um, so we were like, let's mm. do a, a, a food <laughs> yeah. truck. But we didn't want to do that because we're not, I'm not a great cook. Um, I'm not so, a bad cook, but I also don't cook like most Spanish people. You know, like they go all out. You have your beans, your rice, your meat. And Danny and I were always trying to stay kind of like fit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, we always just had like our vegetable and our proteins and stuff, and we limit the carbs. So when we were thinking about the food truck, we were like, mm, something about the Latin food truck that didn't really sit well with us because, mm-hmm. you know. And then when we tried the acai and we saw like, the craze about it everywhere. We were like, South Carolina does not have acai. Yeah. And Danny's like, we need to do acai. And I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like five minutes in and I'm picking up so much value from both of you guys right now. Cause just so far in the story, you guys went straight to action. Don't think too much. No. Right. If anybody's listening at home, that is, is key because you will talk yourself out of yeah, a good absolutely. idea right. if you think too much. So you made the decision to move right to Greenville, call the realtor that day or the that next day. day, take an action. That's number two of some, some value you guys have dropped. They just take action, yeah. take action right away and then play to your strengths. I love the fact that you're Absolutely. like, I'm not a good cook. Well, yeah, <laughs> well the I mean, reason I, I also <laughs> believe is, especially when you are going to open up a business, you want to believe in it. Yeah. You know, like I know our hard work, mm-hmm. but like, um, Coco Bowls was so great because it was something that we were Hand eating. Chose everything on the menu. We tried. Yeah, it. Yeah, and loved we believe it. We it. Can sell it. Yeah, and that and and that's what it felt like. It was, um, you know, like we wanted when we did Coco Bowls. We wanted. We I always felt like, all right, if I'm selling like um, rice and beans, which I love. Shout out to my mother in law because she cooks amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, she she should open up the next food truck here. <laughs> but I I want to sound believable. Yeah, you know, and even now, if you come to Coco Bowls and I will describe an acai bowl to you. Um, the other day, a gentleman was like, you're just selling me the bowl. Like, you're just selling me your product. And I'm telling him, like, no, like, I'm telling you, I will give your money back. Yeah. Because I'm so passionate about what our product is. And he bought the bowl. Well, <laughs> he came back three days in a row, and he was like, man, like, you're not, you're, you're a good salesman, but you're telling the truth. And I'm like, yeah. so back to the truck, that's why we did acai, because we were eating it. We knew what, what it was. Mm-hmm. We knew that Greenville was such a foodie town, fitness town, wellness town. We were nurses. Mm-hmm. We raised our kids to kind of be healthy and fun at the same time. And oh. on top of that, we just worked every day since we made that decision to perfect it. Yeah. Now, how'd you come across Acai? Because being in the fitness community here, me, my girlfriend, we've worked out. We've been in the fitness community. And for us, our introduction to Acai Bowls was Cocoa Bowls, was oh, you wow. guys. Yeah. So basically, um, Acai in Jersey is huge. Pliables. Pliables um, is company. a big company that's out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are coming though. So <laughs> it's just, a, you know, in, Jersey, in the Jersey Shore, that's all you see. Yeah. Instagram is what 
what it was. Like, you know, you see a bowl and you're like, what is that? And then you, and that's how the story with Cocoa Bowls down here. Kids take a picture of their bowls, they tag Cocoa Bowls, and then they see it. It's free marketing, so we use that very, you know, a lot. And that's how we started. So we just ate it and literally, um, and that's why I tell my customers, like, I can relate to what you're feeling. Yeah. Um, even to uh, a lesser extent, because Cocoa Bowls is that much, we perfected it. But I remember eating my first bowl and it was delicious. And then, like two days later, I swear to you, back to the crack bowls, yeah. I felt like that. I was like, why is my body like craving another bowl? Yeah. And the craving just continues. And the main thing where we found it was on the beach. So acai bowls pair perfectly with the beach. You know, mm-hmm. you're in your swimsuit or, you know, you have your shirt off and you're hungry. So you either have, you could do a cheesesteak, chips or whatever it is that you want to do. But they had acai bowls. Yeah. And instantly you're like, I feel so good. Fresh fruit. It's cold. It's satisfying. You know, it, it cuts your hunger and your sweet tooth at the same time. Yeah. So it was just like a perfect combination for us. We loved it. Yeah. And it's a, a perfect reward for a workout. I'll tell you guys Correct. that too. On top of that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it, it does, it solves a sweet tooth. You feel like you're eating something bad, but it, it's so good. Yes. We'll, we'll talk, we could talk about the cocoa bowls for the next 20 minutes if we have. <laughs> Do, but talk about the recipe for it because you kind of mentioned perfecting it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're perfectionists and we like to have, you know, at the end of the day, back to like the, the food truck with the rice and beans. Yeah. We want to make sure that we eat it. So everything that's yeah. on the menu in Cocoa Bowls, we wanted to keep it short um, and sweet, but everything on the menu is powerful and delicious because mm-hmm. We eat everything that's on the menu. Everything there is going to be, you know, amazing. So when we started making acai bowls, just like we spoke about earlier, a lot of people so out there it. make it themselves. It's very hard and challenging. I tried it the first time I made it. It came out like soup. It was yes. just watery. Yes. It, it was, I think I tried putting ice in it. Yeah, <laughs> and, then and we, we won't tell you our secret, but we don't add anything. <laughs> but it took a lot of practice, and we did shop around Quality was our main thing. And when we did acai, we, you know, I reached out to a lot of suppliers and they sent me acai packets. And, you know, they, they were good and some were better than others, but there was one that came out to us and it was top grade and the quality was amazing and it was more expensive. And um, as a business, um, you know, making the profit obviously was um, important, but our main thing was quality. We didn't worry about profit. I mean, okay. even now, like, we don't make profit like how people may think, but our main thing is like we just want quality over everything because, mm-hmm. like you said, Ted, like when you come to Cocoa Bowls, you're not going to go anywhere else. And I, I sincerely feel this. Like I feel comfortable putting my bowl against anyone or a location because I know what we have. It's just, it's special. And it's not from the acai, it's from the granola. I remember getting it's a mixture. Yeah, it's, but it's but a mixture. for those who are trying to make acai, you can't just make one bowl. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if you knew that, yeah. you know, like if everything gets stuck on the bottom. It's you need multiple packets. You need a good amount of ingredients. And it took a lot of practice to figure that out. A you lot, know, a lot oh, of messy. Oh, it was a ugly. Lot of, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of well, untasteful bowls. I was going to say, what were those first bowls like that you tried? Have for yourself? I have a picture of my we first bowl in my phone. It's funny because the word, the way Cocoa Bowls, the name, I was, again, in my nursing seat in Rowey, New Jersey. Shout out to them. And I was um, sitting there, and me, Karen, and Alan at that time, which is uh, my manager and my other uh, worker, we were like, I was like, guys, help me out with a name, yeah. literally. <laughs> and, and everybody came up with crazy names. And I was like, you know what? What if I sell like acai bowls out of coconut shells? Because I did see the coconut bowls out there. 
And I'm like, if we cut the coconut in half and then we serve it. So that was my first bowl. It was, I, so when I first, back to being impulsive, when I, I called my wife, I said, babe, I got it. It's going to be called Cocoa Bowls. We're going to serve it from, from coconuts. Hold on. He told me to go to shop, right? He was like, buy four coconuts. Have you ever cut a coconut? Nope. <laughs> yeah, that, that was. It, that. it was insane. I, I think I a finger. Yes, <laughs> it's it was so hard. But yes, our first acai bowls were inside of a half of a coconut. I love that. And back to and well, not pretty. <laughs> going back to what you're saying, not talking yourself out of it, right? So on a, whatever day it was, I'm not sure what day it was. Monday at 12 when I'm at work, I'm like, babe, like go get four coconuts, and I, we did. Like I usually yeah. go to the gym right away, which I I love the gym. I skipped the gym because I was like, I'm going to go get four coconuts. Yeah. We got coconuts. I got bananas. I got us. I got everything. I was Googling <laughs> everything. I got home to my mother-in-law's house and we chopped coconuts. Yeah. So we made the first acai bowl, which I have the picture. And um, then we quickly realized that that would be impossible to do. Yeah. And it was, a, it was you, to, for you to try to fit that much acai into a coconut it was like, no. It's hard. It was impossible. So you're working on the acai bowls in New Jersey here? Yes. Okay. Now, we're not selling them, but we were perfecting them. Okay. So yeah. you kind of had this in the back of your mind. Did you know you were going to be starting a business when you came to Greenville, or were you kind of just trying no, to perfect no. cocoa bowls as an idea no. you had for so in New back Jersey? back to what my wife said, Greenville first started, and shout out to Greenville, because without Greenville, there would be no cocoa bowls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we first moved to Greenville, or the idea of Greenville was family. I was working a lot, 12-hour shifts. My uh, oldest daughter, Michaela, was like three at the time. I missed out so many days and hours because I was working 15 hours a day. Yeah. So back to our friend JR, he wanted, you know, he moved out to, to Greer, and I was like, babe, like, you know, everybody, and this is back to kind of learning from, I feel like humans have a blueprint. We just failed to kind of follow it. Yeah. I always tell my wife, like, babe, everyone that I know from Jersey, like, when they get older, they move out. Yep. They move out. It's super expensive, taxes. So I was like, why don't we just move out now? <laughs> I love that. I was like, why don't we move? And I was back to selling out. I was like, let's move out now mm-hmm. and beat, beat, like, let's, like, we have a blueprint. We just never, the crowd. people don't follow it. Yeah. Right. And so we moved out here. We came here, like my wife said, visited in Memorial Day, loved it. We're going to be nurses. That same weekend, Danny found a property and he was like, I need to purchase this property. Yeah. So we went and we were like, okay, you know, we're happy. We already sold our house. Let's do it. So in the process of waiting for this to be finished in the making, we were back in Jersey still working every day. And then we were working on Cocobles. Wow. So before getting here and when, once our house was completed, we were going to launch Cocobles. Okay. Not, not that we were completely ready. But we had a few months in Jersey that we were just practicing and practicing and practicing. And when we moved out here, that's, that's what we did, Cocoa Bowls instead of nursing. We yeah. put nursing on hold and went to just do Cocoa Bowls full force. Yeah. Now, it sounds like once you, once you landed, you, you guys were ready to go. And I think for a lot of people listening that are waiting to take that jump, start that business venture, the podcast, the, the idea that they've been mm-hmm. sitting on for a while – some people just don't have that tenacity right away. Yeah. What kind of grew that in you? Is it, what would you say looking back in your past, what kind of helped instill that work ethic, that focus, that drive? Back to like my story. I mean, um, like I, like my wife knows and some people know, like, you know, when I was six years old, I came over here with, from Ecuador with my parents, my mom and dad, um, and my sister. Um, my dad actually had like a really good job in Ecuador. He had a chauffeur. We had a beautiful house, but you know, he, he was one of the lucky ones, and he 
saw the future that in Ecuador, you know, he wanted more for myself and my, my sister. So he let that go mm-hmm. to fly down here with a visa, landed in Miami. Um, then we came, we moved to Jersey City and he was washing cars. Wow. And he did all that um, because of us, you know, for our future. Um, so my story, like I said, is pretty crazy. I, so I was a six-year-old kid living in Jersey City, no English, um, <laughs> just had to grow up my whole life pretty much. Everyone told me that, like, oh, you're an immigrant, you're not going to be much. My own family members sometimes, um, you know, were telling me this. Um, and I, like, back to, like I was telling you, Ted, I always felt that, like, you, no matter, we all have obstacles, mm-hmm. but it's just the way you view it and the way you accept it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was a legal immigrant, but I was still human. Yeah. I was still bleeding blood just like you. Like, so I never looked at myself um, with, with pity or, or I never like looked at anyone else like, oh, you're better than me or I'm better than you. I just believed in myself and grinded. Yeah. So my whole life, like I was a risk taker. And back to like I was telling you, you just can't be afraid to take a risk. Yeah. Like big risk, big reward. That is true. Yeah. Take so the jump, go to parachute the on the so way down. Everything in my life was a jump. Like, you know, I, I decided, for instance, 2000, in 2000, um, I was working at North Shomes. I was doing my own thing, my own apartment, and everything was business, business. Going to business school. All my friends were going into business school at Rutgers. Um, obviously, I couldn't get into Rutgers. SAT scores were phenomenal, but I just couldn't do it because not having papers, I didn't have the... I couldn't get financial aid. I couldn't get money. Yeah. Um, but I was like, what could I do? So nursing at that time, I was like, why don't I do nursing? I can go to a tech school. It was like 30 grand to get in. I meant to pay. I paid it myself, worked, nice. paid it myself. I wasn't even supposed to get into the school, but I got in because, you know, they, being an illegal, immig- illegal immigrant, you couldn't really get into it. But my confidence and everything, I was just like, nope, I'm getting in. I got in. I put myself to <laughs> nursing school. Um, it was funny because as nursing school, I, I graduated in 2009, but when nursing, at 2008, so when like the business, like everything crashed or whatever, and mm-hmm. all my friends who graduated from business school, they couldn't get jobs. Wow. And they went to be nurses. <laughs> yeah. So back to that, like what makes you take the jump? I just feel like you just got to go for it. Yeah. Like you just got to go for it. When we moved down here, Coco Bowls, we drove, true story, we bought our truck in New York. Okay. We packed that truck. We, me, me and my father-in-law and my father worked on that truck by hand in Jersey in the freezing weather, making it into Coco Bowls wow. with a heater. I didn't know that. Freezing. So back to when you're saying, let me just take a step back, like what makes you do it? It's just, you have to just want it. Mm-hmm. Like I remember my mother-in-law saying, just work, work, you know, work, you're going to go to South Carolina, build it there. And I was like, no, like it's just sitting in the, in her, in her driveway. Like I went to Hello's and got a heater. Probably could have killed myself, but I, I bought a propane heater and put two in the truck, and I would come home from nursing on my day off and built the walls. My father did the, like, the electricity. My father-in-law helped us. We had memories, and, and bla- you know, it was a blast. Yeah. So then we packed that truck with all our furniture, <laughs> and we drove it to South Carolina, and yeah. we went 30 miles per hour, by the way. Uh, try 25. It try was the it slowest, was the, the longest drive of our life. Yeah. And I'm following Danny. Um, but as far as like what drives us, I really find that like it's a personality thing for me because mm-hmm. I don't have the same struggles as Danny, but I also have a lot of faith and trust in Danny. He works very, very hard. So it's like my life, he, we met 
And three months down the road, he's like, hey, do you want to move in with me? And I was like, um, <laughs> maybe. Okay. Uh, you know what? All right, fine. And I decided There's that to impulse. do that. <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, you know what? I don't know what's going to come from this, but I'll learn if anything. Mm-hmm. So like, that's how I took it. So I moved in with Danny and ever since we've been together and it's the same thing. So if Danny comes with me with a, an idea, like it takes a minute to register, but I'm just like, you know what? He's super passionate about it. Let's go. And we'll yeah. just do this full force you and we'll do it, it together. I was going to ask, you kind of, you look at Danny with so much trust and you mentioned he says, oh, he has an idea. Let's go. What Just do you protection. see in him in that gives you that, that blind faith? Nah, it's been 10 years and he hasn't failed us. It's just so much protection in our family. Like, you know, we have three girls now. Oh, I could get emotional. <laughs> Don't cry me. It's okay. Andre, get a napkin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's because I'm pregnant. But anyway, so yes, it's, I believe in him. Yeah. Girl, you're going to make me cry. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> and I don't cry much. No, but like That's I said, awesome. back to to just me like I feel like anyone in life like when you find that partner you're just unstoppable like I'm a risk taker and back to that I just like whoever's listening like you can do whatever you want Mm -hmm. like you just you just gotta just do it like worst case scenario like if if we came down here and Cocobos didn't succeed number one that was a never not even a 1% thought in my mind because you make it succeed but if it doesn't you sell the truck, go back to being a nurse, and you live in a beautiful town. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what is... So you got a house, you live in a beautiful town, beautiful people, you go back to being nursing, which is still rewarding. That's the way I look at it. It wasn't a scary setback. Like, if you thought about it through, like, okay, if Coco Bowls doesn't do what, you know, we'd like it to do, at least, you know, we had good careers to fall back on. Or yeah. if, if anything, it'll teach us, like, how to make it successful next time. Like, if we we're going to, you know, come up with another concept and, and try it again. At yeah. least you learn so much along the way. Yeah. And that we definitely have. And we're still learning, you know, because we don't have it all figured out. But we continue to learn. We continue to push. And we're just, we're going to get better. Yeah. And this sounds like that confidence comes from the amount of work that you put into yourselves. And anybody listening, elevate your skills, elevate what you're capable of, and life doesn't become that scary because, as you mentioned, your worst-case scenario is still a good job. You can support your family, live in Absolutely. a beautiful town. I think it was Bedros Koulian who said he's, – he's a business owner. If anyone doesn't know who he is, he said, I'm two or three decisions away from being broke, but I'll never be poor. Because I know that I've built myself to a level that I can always make life work. Yeah. So you guys have put so much work into yourselves so that life isn't scary anymore. Yeah. And it's just the way you train. Like, honestly, I feel like you have to, everyone grows up differently. And we all, you know, good attributes, bad attributes from parents, from the generations. We all have them. And it's just like, you just have to change that, that, that mentality, the way you look at life. Like, life a lot of people are like, oh, like, we, we plan to, like, retire or enjoy life, like, I'm 34, like, let's say 30 years from now. But it's like, enjoy it now. Like, if you, mm-hmm. if you look at life like that and you just do it, like, like what we were talking about, like, you know, religion and being and with Jesus, like, obviously, like, everything comes through him. Yeah. You know, that's what we believe in, prayer. But, like I told you, like, one day you can meet Jesus and he could tell you, like, you've asked for, like, a door. Like, like we mentioned, like I always say, like there's 
doors passing by throughout the world, which are opportunities. Mm-hmm. And there's people like ourselves that like, I see a door and I know that that door is open for about half a second yeah. and I'm jumping. Yeah. I'm jumping like, I, and I'm like, babe, let's go. And we're, we're, we're doing it. Greenville, the food truck, nursing. I mean, th- that door is there. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, don't be scared to just do it yeah. because the worst thing, like, um, like with Gary Vee, I love Gary Vee. He's so raw. And he always says like the worst thing you can live with is regret. Mm-hmm. And, that's something that I don't want to live with, you know, just, just, just go and do it. Yeah. So, so you've, you've kind of jumped head first into all the doors that have opened it and that's landed you in the Haywood mall with your, your newest location for Coco bowls, yeah. gather Greenville coming really almost soon. Almost like, sp- yeah, spring 2019. Yeah. So you have these two locations after starting the oh, we truck. Have, we have four, four. Yeah. No one knows about, but we have, <laughs> we have Haywood mall, which is amazing. It's rocking. It's the place to go. Um, we have gather Greenville, which is off Augusta street and it's going to be in downtown It's a food hall. It's going to be amazing. Nice. Um, then we have five forks, mm-hmm. which is uh, across from a wine express, which is going to be another amazing location. <laughs> and we just signed a letter to intent letter of intent. Um, the Burdette center, which is a downtown Simpsonville across from the ice cream station. I love it. So, you know, we <laughs> want to put cocoa. We want to give a little taste of cocoa bowls throughout everywhere in the town. Um, and then we'll see what the, the future holds where, yeah. you know, we're just all those stores, by the way, we're all ha- They all happened by being impulsive. Yeah. Just like, like oh, let's my do it. truck, we, our truck was open for two months and we heard about gather a good friend of ours, our customer, Nick Gilly, shout out to Nick from 360. <laughs> and he connected me with Doug and, I was like, let's do it. Yeah. And then Five Forks, like I remember seeing a post on 360 about the Five Forks location and it, it said Tipsy Taco, it said Sidewall Pizza, Soul Yoga. And I literally was working out and I, I stopped my workout, which whoever works out knows like you just don't do that. Yeah. I stopped my workout <laughs> and I emailed um, Zach and I emailed him right away. And then when he wanted a document, Two seconds later, I sent it to him. He wanted something else. Two seconds later, I followed up. And when I met him, he's like, listen, you were so impulsive. Like, I mean, you were mm-hmm. so persistent. And he was like, and I was like, listen, like, I was not letting that location get, like, slip away. away. You want it, yeah. And he said, he said, honestly, like, because you were so persistent and when I wanted a document, when I wanted this, you gave it to me, like, it put you ahead of everyone. Yeah. And that's back to that and there's major companies that wanted the five forks location i'm talking about big names and zach had chose danny because danny was ready he was like chris 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 i'm sorry chris chris was like you're the only one who got back to me immediately with all the paperwork that i needed from you and danny was like yeah that's how how i get my stuff done that goes back to that door yeah right door open that door gotta run through right there it's 35 35 minute door like or 30 seconds whatever you want to look at it Mm -hmm. and if i would have sat back and said we have the food truck, you know, we have this. No, I looked at like, no, like what's the worst thing that can happen? And it, and it's going to be a booming location. Yeah. Same thing with the Burdette center and same, that, that door guys, that door is so important. Like when you view at life, when you view life, like that door or that opportunity, you're going to just achieve anything you want. I love it. I feel like that's going to have to be the name of the the title of this podcast. I always try and think of the name the during door. the episode. And it's like, hey, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Go through the door. Go through the door. Now, kind of looking at all the doors that have yet to come in front of you and all the things you're trying, what have you gone through together in the past that gives you confidence that whatever door it comes, whatever door opens, we're ready to go? Is there anything that sticks out? I mean, we don't have anything 
huge, but just little things like, so I was an ER nurse, right? Um, well, actually, I was a DON of a facility, which is director of nursing. I was doing really well, nine to five, right? Mm-hmm. Um, That's the dream for yeah, nurses. Yeah, nine to five, Monday through Friday. I was benefits. Yeah. <laughs> I, had my, I ran the whole facility. I was 26. Um, but I knew, again, another thing is I'm comfortably uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. It's just those little qualities. So um, I remember I was like, I was telling my wife, I was like, baby, like, I have to go into the ER. And she's like, why? Right. And I explained to her, I'm like, once you work into the ER in the nursing field, you can work anywhere. Yeah. You know, they look, you just look that different. So I took a pay cut, went to work in the hospital, night shift, because I knew that that's something I had to do to get ahead. Yeah. So it was just those risks. I was never comfortable. I'm still not comfortable. I'm comfortably uncomfortable. Yeah. Like the first day, another story, the first day we walked into our first house, the first day we closed the day, we closed on our, our, on, on our house, we walked through the door, and I'm like, oh, man, babe, I can't wait for our second house. Yeah. That was my first, my you first. You learn so much. Every, every opportunity, you just take all this in. You know, with our first house, you're like, wow, we didn't realize that. We have to build a driveway here. Yeah. Oh, and there's no fence, and we have two dogs and kids, you know? So you're, you're you just, you keep, it, you know, you're like, wow, I love this place, but, like, this place has taught me so much. So mm-hmm. I think that's, that's just what you take out of life. If you just pay attention a little bit, I, I feel like you'll use that everywhere, you know, yeah. every time, even our, our second house, we just, yeah. we just got, we're like, we love it. And I tell you, it's a dream, really. And it's not, and we don't want to sound like you're not grateful, but it's go back to that door, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, I was in nursing and if I would have just got comfortable being a DON, I would have stayed there for 30 years and there's nothing wrong with that. No. Yeah. But Untapped you just, potential. You get, then you just, yeah, like, like, it's like Danny, a nurse, but how do I know that was my calling? Yeah. Like I never, when people say like that's my calling, it's like I feel like there is special people out there like they could, speakers, but you never want to box yourself in. Yeah. You know, like your calling could be your calling for a three-year period mm-hmm. and then another 10-year period. Like we went from nurses to Coca Bowls. Then we can go from Coca Bowls to motivation speakers to like we, we don't know. Whatever, yeah. again, that door. Sky's the limit. That door. When it opens, like... Run like a podcast. <laughs> You're like, hey, you want to do a podcast? I'm like, that door's right there. Let's do it because I see potential from this. I see, yeah. I know what I could, I have value to, to bring to the world. So I'm like, I could have easily been like, no, I'm busy. Like I have a store I just opened, but it's like that door, that door is so important, guys. Like and just jump in. Yeah. Anybody listening right now, I want, I want anybody listening, just look around, audit where you are and ask yourself one question. What else am I capable of? Because you've made it this far. If you're yep. listening to this podcast, if you have the, the luxury, the blessing to hear these words, you are blessed in your situation and just ask yourself what else you're capable of. Go forth and do it. Jen, Danny, where can folks find you? And where can folks find these bowls? You, you gave the four locations, <laughs> but how can they connect to you online? Instagram. Just Instagram. I use Instagram the most or just call me, seriously text me, 864-414-2946. Even my hiring, <laughs> when I hired... I just blasted on Instagram and, you know, um, our main goal is we have great staff and our main goal is to, um, obviously we can't be in every location, but we never want to lose focus with our community. Like yeah. we are here because of ourselves, but most importantly, because of you guys, like nice. we Thank believe you. in ourselves, but Coco Bowls wouldn't be with anything without you guys. So I, I try to know all my customers by name 
and I do, and they they know that. Um, I can't know all of them because it's getting a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but I never want to like I want to be part of the Greenville community. Like, and I'm already part of it. But I tell my wife like, there's so much more here. Um, even with like our teachers that we made, like everything is for for you guys, and just to show appreciation for what you guys have done for us. So. Yeah. You know, even with like our gather location, we're going to be giving about a hundred bowls for the first hundred people that come in. I'll be, I'll um, be number two. So in line. that line, <laughs> that line might be like longer than like <laughs> yeah. the, the Jordan release line when the Jordan 11s come out or something. Like that's our goal. You he know? said it. <laughs> so you know, just like things like that, we're going to give back to you guys because at the end of the day, like we're grateful, but there's just so much appreciation yeah. to, to everyone, the Greenville community. Like we love you guys. Yeah, and hey. Speaking for Greenville, we love you too. We love those bowls. So keep Thank doing you. what you guys are doing. Danny, Jen, thanks so much for the time. And I feel like we're going to have to do another episode and get deeper into some other avenues because you guys are just getting started. Yeah, yeah, me. definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm down to do deeper and deeper conversations. And, you know, wow. and we'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> yeah. My wife's a shy one, but, you know. I can speak forever. I yeah. I'll, I'll take the mic now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes she has to pull it from me, but that's okay. Guys, thank you so much. And, thank, you. Uh, yeah, we always, thank you. We always end the episode with, everybody wants the sunshine, but they don't want the rain. But you can't get the pleasure without a little pain. That's, that's right. right. Amen to that. Let's right. go.